Welcome to the Impactful Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Clark. For the last decade, I've had the privilege of learning from impactful leaders across the globe through my service in the Peace Corps and nonprofits. Their leadership has inspired me to highlight those among us who are truly impacting our world so that we may learn from them and be more impactful together. Yes, leadership can be learned. The guests on our show are providing direction, inspiration, and leading the way in their business and community through service. Are you ready to have an impact? Welcome to the Impactful Leaders Podcast. How long have you been doing, I guess, first of all, how long have you been doing and what kind of marketing, when people say digital marketing, I always get a lot of questions of what exactly are you doing? So are you doing like social? Are you doing paid? Are you doing general? Like, So it's funny. I kind of almost wear two hats now because so I own a small marketing agency that is really niche marketing because we focus only on strategic, right? So you hire me for any strategic marketing. So whether it's branding, like to, to increase your SEO, to increase your social media followers, to solve a problem. That's really what my marketing firm does. Like I was hired to, from a former NFL player to find him a kidney. That was a problem. He, he, he needed to live. He needed a kidney. And I found him one in four months through PR and social media. So like that's, I'm very focused on strategy. I just put together a proposal last week. I'm like helping um, get a CEO more speaking engagements in front of the media, like that sort of strategy. Um, so that's like right now where I, how I get paid, but then my, my second hat I wear is that I also have a Facebook group that has almost 20,000 people in it, which is huge. That's like almost like a full-time job in itself. It really actually is. And I started it to help support small businesses during COVID, not knowing that it would blow up. Like it's huge. I'm so like, I'm a power admin through Facebook. Like now i get all these Facebook things because I'm such an active group. Um, and so that group is for small businesses that don't have a big marketing budget. What's the name of the group? It's called Supporting Small and Local Businesses Everywhere. And there's just, an, there's like 19,400 of us right now, which is, I, I, so at one point when, I know it's huge. So I started it uh, and we actually had almost 25,000 people in it at one point. And then I was like, okay. I've got to be able to do more with this group, like strategically, because it was just like yeah. a flyer drop then. People were just like, and so I actually hired a coach and I went in together and we we got rid of 10,000 people. Like we got rid of, you know, spammers, scammers, yeah, people that yeah. we thought were bots, people who were posting. We got down to 14,000 people. And now we're quickly, very quickly building it back up. Um, and so in order to get in, you have to answer questions just to make it a little bit harder for bots and all of that to get in now. Um, yeah. And that is a very, very active group. Like I said, that's like almost. And I, so anyways, I have a membership, like a little bit of a package that people can hire me for if they don't have big budgets, um, but they're a small business. And then there I teach them as well some marketing um, tactics that they can use to help grow their small businesses. Because I know a lot of small businesses like don't have marketing people and yep. they can't afford consultants and like me, like my hourly rate, they wouldn't be able to afford, but they need help, right? It's sort of like a circle. It's like a, it's like a revolving door. That's why I say like, you need clients to pay for your marketing, but you need marketing to get clients. And it's like this whole like revolving <laughs> door. And um, 
So they come to me and I help them like with very, you know, basic to me, it's basic, but to them, like most of them think branding is like a logo. And yeah. so I help them with strategies and organic marketing, some social media tech tactics and whatnot for a very inexpensive price. That's awesome. And then how did you get into doing digital marketing too? Cause that I, I have found no one, it's not like a typical thing where like you had a parent that does it like digital marketing. It always seems to attract like these odd, not odd job sort of thing, but everyone that I've met has gone into digital marketing. They it's never the same route. Like I know people that didn't even know digital marketing was a thing until they owned their own business, right. they grew their business. And then they were like digital, they excelled at digital marketing and then went into it that way. Yeah. Or there's like a thousand ways that people discover it. Yeah. I mean, I think, so I've been in the marketing and communications field for 25 years altogether. And I started my own business three years ago. And that kind of was where you do. Yeah. Because everybody wants digital marketing. You can't have a consultant <laughs> firm and not have digital marketing. Right. Yeah. But I really got thrown into it with this, with um, my one client, with my NFL client. And then with this Facebook too, like, you know, it sort of all went, it sort of, they went sort of hand in hand. So, um, and now it's just, it's a huge part of, it's crazy, a huge part of my daily life. It's insane. (laughs) (laughs) But I love it. I love it. It's so much fun. Like I do, I love it. So it's So you focus more on the social, like the strategy. Did you start with social media? And I'm sure you then are doing like SEO and all that stuff. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly right. So I started out with social media and more again with this. I didn't even know that you could anything about Facebook groups, right? I just started it as a way to support businesses during COVID. Just knowing again, that that was something you could do because I was in marketing, but not knowing like exactly how big they could get or just what you could do with them to like, you know, a year and a half, two years later, be this power admin with Facebook and be in all these Facebook, it's like crazy. Um, Like doing these like private chats with Facebook employees, it's like insane. So yes. And so one of the things now that I'm working with because of these small businesses and they don't have big budgets, you know, I am partnering up and learning more about SEO and how we can help increase that. And really just digital marketing as a whole, like, um, like I just read this, this stat that was like, you know, any digital marketing, especially the visual side of it, the video side of it component, 88% of customers retain that versus 8% without the video or visuals, which is just insane. So I use that stat all the time because I'm like, you need like, even if it's just like, I know it's not good, but like get some, get out there on your social media and like put your face out there, like get seen, get heard. Don't just post like content because people don't want that anymore. Are you doing TikTok as well? Like for yourself? I have not, I've not dipped my toe into TikTok yet. I do everything else but TikTok. So I'm Instagram, I'm Twitter, LinkedIn, you know, everything else, Facebook, but I, I'm a little bit scared of TikTok for a variety of reasons. So I'm not sure. Do you do TikTok? I've started playing with it, but the obviously I take it more of like a digital marketing lane as well. So like when I'm on there, I did one today actually. Well, I haven't posted it yet, but I'm trying to find the exact wording because I write them down. Like I come up with the ideas and it was he like know how everyone's doing like he's a nine by XYZ. Mm-hmm. I was like, he's a nine. But when he builds his website, when he builds his website, he keeps it. Yeah, Yeah, that's funny. You know, like stuff like that. I try to be like a little tongue in cheek sometimes. Sometimes it's, I found the best videos are just me talking to it. 
like explaining something in quick 15 seconds. Yeah. Not like the typical videos where they try to get you with like a, some sort of hook at the beginning. Like those obviously work. Yeah. But what I like about TikTok, and you probably know that I'm probably know this as well, but what I try to always tell people is like, you need to get more in there because Instagram is more of like a social thing where it's like it's people within your circle are gonna see it, where TikTok is more interest-based. Right. It's like it's pushing people that are actually interested in what you're doing. So I've been trying to push people to do it that way. And it's just like a good, I, before I started doing it, I was not comfortable being on camera as much. Like I'm trying to do some more YouTube stuff. I'm trying to do more video, like even with this podcast, Mm -hmm. but knowing that it's like cemented into history is a little bit difficult. Yeah, it's scary. I mean, it is. It It really is. I like, you know, I do a lot of, not a lot, but I try to do at least one reel a day for both my business Instagram and my personal Instagram. And I get like excited. I'm like, Ooh, 12,000 people saw my reel or like 10,000. I'm like, I get excited about that. So I know that TikTok would be like, I'd be even more excited about it, but I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm almost there, but I just, I don't know. I'm not quite there yet. And what I have found though, is like, as you're going through trying to make those videos, you eventually have to get more creative. Yes. But like working those muscles on how do you explain these sometimes boring topics of digital media for like the average person, but make it a little bit more interesting and creative and then trying to find other ways. Cause you and I can talk about what's well, like, if I go to a mechanic, like he's going to talk about doing car stuff. And that's like, I have no idea. Right what the heck you're saying but then if you dull it down to like a normal person right okay then you'll kind of get and I try to do the same for digital marketing right right Um, right I think what people it's hard and I'm seeing this so much in the small business because my entire career has been with mainly with um I've worked a lot with developers p3 and so now that I'm working with these small businesses and out of the corporate world like I'm realizing that people a lot of businesses don't really understand marketing and there is so much to marketing. Like it's, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many different, like in my supporting small and local businesses, Facebook group, every Tuesday, I do a free marketing workshop for them. And it's on like, we we've been changed tomorrow. It's actually going to be where they can ask me questions, but normally it's on trends, marketing trends. And it's crazy. Like all the marketing, there's so many marketing trends that are just that I'm like, I love it because I continuously am learning. Like, you know, last week, I mean, we've done things on podcaster, we've done it on um, like marketing, you know, media content and media influencers, marketing, like all, like all this stuff that I was like, wow, I didn't, yeah, last week's it was on um, your brand value, which I was like, okay, that's super, I didn't realize how important, I mean, I knew brand value was important, but I didn't realize how important it was. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. And so like all, I like, so I'm going to, constantly learning because marketing is constantly changing it just is when you were doing marketing before because you said you've been in it for like 20 25 years when you're doing it at like that first say like 10 years you weren't doing digital I'm guessing right it was more of the communication side just like regular well I was actually a reporter for the first six years for CBS which is just like but even then everything was I mean we had you know yeah there was no no social media, right? Like we didn't have, it wasn't like everything now where everybody's a reporter back then. It was like, you really had until six o'clock to get the news out right now. Like, I mean, I, this is, this is going to date me a little bit. This is how old I am, but I covered my, I was a military reporter and my beat, my beat was military and I covered 
September 11th. Like my was one of the main reporters for 9-11 and had 9-11 sort of, I just think of how different. Yes, it was obviously everything was on and we were all, but that was like, so 2001, we didn't really have obviously anything. Like we didn't have social media like we do now. And just how different things would have been because like I broke news stories at six o'clock with, with, you know, going on live at six o'clock would have been old news by then. Even, you know, like now they would have been very different. It would have been very different news. Um, and even then it was like, you know, obviously there was around the clock news, but it was very different than it even is now, if that makes sense. Like things would have been very, very different. And then what, so then how did you start going over towards like the digital marketing side when like, cause you're a reporter and then you probably went into some sort of traditional, traditional, yeah. like the old, like typical type of marketing. And then I'm sure into social media and that, how did that change come? Yeah, it, um, so that's exactly right. I went, I left marketing actually after 9-11. It was just really hard for me to be a reporter after that, and especially being a military reporter when casualties were coming back, you know, they were the first casualties and whatnot. Yeah. So I did, I went into marketing and I just sort of worked my way kind of up. And I remember like when I first got into marketing, like we were, our way of community, I worked with, we had resident, I worked for military housing and we had mm -hmm. residents. We had, you know, 50,000 residents and we would communicate with them through newsletters. And I remember being like, okay, we have got to, this was my company that I worked for. Um, like I said, we had um, like 45,000 homes on military installations around the country. And I remember when Facebook was starting to come up and I was like, we have got to start using, this is true story. We've got to start using social media. Like this is, we've got to start using this as a way to communicate. Newsletters are not the way. And I developed the a huge like a, so I had I developed a social media plan and I had to present it to the DOD to in DC I had to present it to the army um to say like we're going to start using this as military housing as a way to like communicate to our residents and it was such a cutting edge sort of nerve-wracking because we didn't know you know how people were going to how it was going to work mm -hmm. and um we were the first we were the first privatized company to do that they and eventually, obviously, they took my plan, the DOD, everyone, they took my plan and sort of followed it, but not the whole thing, obviously, but bits and pieces of it. But my company that I worked for, we were the very first privatized military housing to, and that was a big deal because you're in a war, I, you know, we were at the time we were still in a war and we were, this was like a new way to communicate with residents while their husbands mm -hmm. were like, it was just, it, there was a lot. It was very risky. That's all I'm going to say. It was very, very <laughs> risky back then. Um, so that's how I kind of got into it. I, I sort of went to my bosses and they were super supportive and developed a plan. And it was so, it feel, I feel like it was so long ago. It yeah. was, it was like forever ago. But that must have helped you so much now because part of when you're doing like social paid ads, you know, it all about comes around like, I feel like everyone has to go through some sort of English class. Like I feel like English majors, journalists are what make some of the best marketers because they understand how to absolutely tell those stories. And that's at the end of the day, what it is. 100%. And that's like why I still sell that as a big part of my, um, my consulting agency is like, listen, I was a reporter for six years. Yes, it was a long time ago, but reporters, it doesn't change. Like I can watch the news. And yeah, obviously social media has changed. The cameras have changed. But at the end of the day, the heart of reporting has not changed yeah. at all. So um, I really like, I sell that and can talk to reporters and know how to pick, you know, because that's what I did for 
six years. That's what I went to school for because uh, I was a producer before that. So um, it, it's, yeah, it, it, it's exactly. And then, so when you said, yeah, so then I introduced the social and then I just kind of got naturally, I just sort of was the social media person for the deep, for like privatized housing. Cause they were like, yeah. okay, so now you're Sydney, the expert, like, and I was like, I don't really know what I'm doing. Like I developed, you know, at the time <laughs> we didn't, nobody knew what they were doing. Yeah. Um, and so it was a lot of lessons learned and just like dealing with, cause there were like dealing with angry residents that would, you know, we weren't used to that. Like that we're posting it on Facebook that thousands of other people could see. And mm. we were like, how do we handle, it was a whole like, how did you handle learned. it? Like, Sorry? how do you handle when someone is doing that on Facebook? Like, how did you handle that? It was tough. I mean, it was because you're dealing with their, you know, you're dealing with a population where, like I said, there's, you're dealing with spouses whose husbands are, or wives are deployed to a war and they're over here and we're building their homes and maintaining their homes. And if they're not happy on the home front and that gets over to Afghanistan, because listen, there was still, they were seeing the same thing we were. It was like the part, you know, the DOD would get involved and all that. And it was, it was a lot of lessons. Yeah. It was a lot of um, having town. We had to get innovative. Like back then we would do town halls on Facebook. Like, like before they were really doing Facebook, this was again, before like everybody was going live on Facebook or reels or any of that. It was, yeah. we said, we're just, we're going to go live on Facebook and talk to our residents. And it was just a learning, learning. Like every day I felt like we learned something new. I'm sure. And then uh, you mentioned you had a coach as well. Yeah, I have a coach What now. made you decide to get a coach? Like, you kind of, I feel like most people that decide to get coaches, like I'm sort of in that phase right now where it's like, is it time to get one? What was that light switch where you're like, okay, I need um, some help because, or I need something to get like the mindset in? Like, has it- that, That's exactly right. You? Because okay. I know what I don't know. And I know that I don't know everything there is to know about like Facebook groups and digital and how to best communicate with them. Again, I have- 20,000 people that are looking to me for advice and, and all this in connection. And I don't know if I'm doing that right. You know, like this is a whole new thing for me. So I was like, I need help. And it was like, when people started, you know, when people started, I think you learn a lot when people start critiquing you and saying things that like, you're like, and you have to take a second, you know, you take a hard look at yourself and you're like, yeah, maybe that person's right. Maybe like, I am not doing this right. And that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to take a step back, put a pause on this and really like focus on getting this group, my social media, this digital media component of it, right? Perfect. Because the Facebook group is, yes, it's obviously on Facebook, but it's everything digital. Like you said, yeah. it's SEO. They want to know about Facebook ad. They want to know every possible way that they can know to improve their business at a very inexpensive cost, you know? So they want to know everything. So that's why I feel like I have to know everything. They come to me and I'm like, know everything so and then how do you deal like one of the tough parts I find is because we're responsible for that growth it's like when someone comes to you and you get them from say three employees up to 10 they're like how do I hire people like how am I supposed to grow this this quickly or how do I do my insurance you know all these yeah. little things that they didn't have to think about for other people now they're before it was just like a yeah it, it, it's tough to know even that side like that's why i say sometimes marketers are more business strategists agree. once you get to a certain point yeah i mean i completely agree i think that it i mean i think that a lot of these small businesses that i'm working with a lot of them are solopreneurs or it's mm -hmm. a husband and wife you know and 
they never understood how important marketing was, right? I think a lot of people, A, think that they are marketers. Like they're like, oh, I can go to Canva and create this ad and it's going to, it's going to bring me in all these new clients and all these new customers. And what they don't realize is there's no strategy behind it. Like you're, po- you're developing an ad and you're posting it on Facebook groups. Like that's not going to get you clients. You have to figure out, like you got to have a strategy behind it. And so I think that they're coming to me now and they're like, oh, wow, there is like more that we should be doing. And oh my, they're like learning, but they're realizing at least the people who are in my, the, the you know, the ones who are hiring me, they're realizing now, like we did, they didn't know what they didn't know, you know, and they're like seeing now what a huge difference it's making. So, but what in their in marketing, sorry, marketing is to it, to me at least like, like what you said, hiring all those people and HR and all that stuff that comes like, if you don't have your marketing in place and you don't have, then oh, yeah. I re- again, I'm a huge stat person. I read this other stat that 78% of small businesses fail within the first five years if they don't have a marketing plan. So like marketing is really important. So everything right. else sort of is like, comes at, get your marketing in place, start getting some clients and then everything will come after that. That's why I try to specifically partner myself with people that help businesses make business plans. Yeah, my local chambers and all that because when they're oh, no, trucks going by, so while they're actually in the plan of building them, he's telling them the. So that's why I try to specifically partner with them because I work with one business guy and he tells them, for a year long, he tries to get them anywhere from twenty to thirty thousand dollars for their like general marketing. Now that could be like the you know, direct mail, it could be part of building the website, like everything throughout, but for a full year. And then when he brings that business plan to the bank, when they go for the loans to start their business, the bank's eyes all of a sudden are wide open because they're like, oh, they have all this money for marketing. Because so many people think you open up your business, you're just going to have that line out the door yep. of people coming in. And that's never how it works. <laughs> no, no, again, because they like, yeah, they, they don't have a strategy. Like I have people who come to my group, this group and they, I don't let people just like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not sure how familiar you are with Facebook groups, but like, yeah, I don't I like let them. people just post on the main board. Like I have to approve, they, I have to like today's Monday marketing. So anything under that thread that has to do with marketing, you can post, but like, you cannot just post on the main board because then I'll have 19,500 or 400 people posting flyers and it'll just be chaotic and everything will get lost. And the amount of people who send me nasty DMs and how like I'm this scammer and how, you know, like, well, you say you're supporting small businesses, but you don't let us post on the main board. And I'm like, because there's no strategy, like that's your strategy is like, come post a flyer on this board in front of night and think that 19,000 people are going to see it. And they're not, you know, you'll be lucky if maybe a hundred people see it because mm-hmm. there's going to be 50,000 other flyers after yours. And um, so that's, there's no group like mine on Facebook either, which is kind of interesting. That is, I'm going to try to, I'm going to send a request to join. Cause that's yeah, so interesting. Um, it is. What are some of like the main tips? Like what are, what's the most popular thing right now? You see people asking you con the most frequently, I guess. Is so the, the number, they really want to know how to get followers on social media. That's the biggest thing. Like people are like, how do I keep, how do I get followers on social media? How, how, how? And I'm, you know, it's tough because like, you can tell people, I mean, listen, I don't, my, my marketing group does not have as many followers as I would want it to have. Cause the reality mm-hmm. is, is you can be doing everything right and That's still right. not get a ton of followers. 
Um, you know, I do everything you're supposed to do. I post every single day. I post carousels. I post reels. I post info. I call everything that you're supposed to do. And I still like, you know, I have 7,000 people view my reels, but not one person will, will fo start following me after that. And so, you know, I have to remind people that like, it's, you've got to consistently, it's because people get frustrated. Let's, I mean, I get frustrated when you're, I'm like, what the yeah. hell? Like, you know, why is no one following me? Um, and I think that that is, but people really are, want social media, but what they also don't understand is that again, what is your strategy? Like, are you just going to post and then walk away or what if they, you've got, I can't say that enough. Like you really have to have a strategy. If you're going to be a small business, yeah. if you're going to be any type of business, like what's your strategy moving forward? What is it? But social media is definitely the biggest one that people want to know. How does it work? How do I get followers? What's the next greatest thing? Cause you know, Insta, especially in, I'm not on TikTok, like I said, so I'm not as familiar, but like, I feel like Instagram and Facebook are always changing. Do you feel that? Well, I mean, they change every couple months because <laughs> I, I mean, I do photography on the side. So even when I was trying to grow my photography in the prime days of Instagram, when it was actually photos, like you do well, and then all of a sudden they change it to video and it's just, yeah, you do everything you're supposed to. And then they, ch I mean, they change it so frequently, like even Instagram said, they're not a photo platform anymore. Right. Well, that's what I say to Facebook. I'm like, you know, but I tell my people like, yes, I have 19,000 foreign people in this group. I look at the analytics a lot and I really only have about six, which is still a lot, six to 7,000 people a week though, who really are exactly. touching the page somehow because of the, because you know, you don't, because the algorithm is so, it's tough. It's tough to break that algorithm. Would you, sometimes when I have that single mom and pop shop, like say if it's like less two or three people max, yeah and they're just starting off, sometimes I tell them, put social media to the side because you have so many other things going on. Yeah. You have like your website, you're just trying to get people in the door. And at that stage, people aren't necessarily gonna be interacting with that page and you're just dedicating so much time. Do you think I'm, do you think that's like decent advice? Like wait yeah. till you get a little bit bigger, then you have like that time that you'll put towards that. Yeah. And you'll have like things actually post and all. Yeah. Listen, yeah, I yeah. say, I tell the marketing, my, my mom, the small, like you said, mom and pop shops, the, the solopreneurs and whatnot. Listen, if you don't have a lot of money, then you got your number one thing to be doing is networking. You've got to get out and network. And like, I'm a huge LinkedIn person. Obviously we talked about possibly meeting on LinkedIn. I've got, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get a lot of clients from LinkedIn and I'm in networking groups because of LinkedIn. And so it's funny how many of these small mom and pop shops are like LinkedIn, like what, why should we be on LinkedIn? And I'm like, yeah. because you don't know, like, even if you've got a speaking engagement in your local town through LinkedIn, like that could, that's free. And that still is PR for you. That costs you nothing. Um, and people, a lot of times don't think that way. So mm -hmm. um, I tell them like, you, yeah, I mean, I think social media costs for the most part, like, you know, it, it's costing, it's obviously costing your time um, and that time is money and all that stuff. So if you don't have, if you don't have money and you don't have, and you don't have, you know, yeah. So you don't have things to do, then that's why I think networking and organic marketing is the way to go. Yeah. And then I do have one question. So you were mentioning you've been open for three years. We've been open for close to a little over a year now. We're coming up on a year. What were some of those big challenges you had in that first year? that you had to overcome. There was one point, I don't remember the exact wording, but you mentioned, it almost felt like you almost had like imposter syndrome, like you were growing. You're like, oh, yeah. I don't know what the heck I'm doing. 
yeah. I have all these people. I'm like, how do you, how did you personally deal with that? Like, what would you give to any sort of business owner that is growing and then start seeing some success and people go to them and they're like, Hey, I see you're doing all these things. You're killing it. Mm-hmm. And then inside you're like, I don't know. If- <laughs> right. I think, yeah. I mean, I think that's, listen, to be, first of all, to go out on your own and to be a, a business owner on your own, to be your an entrepreneur and to start is I, high fives to you for that because it, that in itself is not easy to do to have. And you're right. Imposter syndrome is such a real thing. Um, so to have that, faith and to believe in yourself so much, you're just going to be like, you know, what? I'm going to jump in feet first. And I'm going to hope that all everything that I've learned and my, all my leadership skills and all of that is going to go and, and it's a hundred percent me now. Right. Yeah. And so, um, to me, the hardest thing was I started in November of 2019 and my entire plant strategic, my entire marketing and business plan was focused around networking. Like I just told you and, um, meeting other, you know, I was going to go to all these conferences and do all this, do all this face-to-face. I have, I still have boxes of like sanitize, like things that I was giving out to people because COVID hit. And so I had to completely change 180 degrees, like everything had to completely change. And I had to learn how to, we all had to learn, but I was brand new. So I had no plan. My plan was to go meet with all these people face-to-face. I had all these, you know, and meetings lined up all and I had to completely change everything. And so that, I think the biggest thing to do is like you, you, for me, I think you have to give it at least one year before you really like say anything, before you make any major decisions, before you say, I'm going to take out a loan or I'm going to, I mean, do anything like give yourself a year before you make any really big decisions. Because the first year is like, that really is like marketing. If you get two clients your first year, that's, I think that's like good. If you get one client, you know, I mean, for the most part, like. But, you know, by the time you get all your paperwork and your marketing, your websites up, all that, like, you know, that's really like takes a long time. So it's, it's tough. Like you've got to just have that faith in yourself and believe that you really can do it. Right. You know, you know what you're doing. Like for me, I was like, I've done it for 25 years. Well, 20 at the time. So a lot of it is just believing in yourself and having people who, who believe in you. And that's like the other thing too, is like, you don't ever burn those. Like, I'm like, do not burn bridges. Like you never know when you could use those. Like I have clients who I were, I worked with 15 years ago that are coming back to me. And like, I remember working with you at Lenley's 15 years ago, like, Hey, can you, and there's now my clients. And I'm like, that's all. Cause I didn't burn, cause I just don't burn bridges, you know, cause that's huge too. Yeah. You never know. I, especially I tell people that like that are beginning their career in general, like kids out of college, it's like, do not burn any of those bridges. You never know where those professors are going to go. You never know the people you're going to meet. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're, yeah, you don't want to be caught. 100% too. I, I did a, um, a briefing of my alma mater came down here and I did a briefing to a bunch of students who are graduating. And that was a huge thing that I said that in social media, just like be careful on social media, because as someone who I used to hire a lot of people, like, Google would be one of the first things I did. Seriously. And if I would see things I didn't like on places on Google, I'd be like, "Hmm, they're not even getting a call. Because if that's what they're putting out there. mm -mm. How do you, do you, trying to think of how to answer this, word this question. Um, How do you go about trying to be like your most authentic self on social media? But then if you're nowadays, like pretty much we're all just brands. Yeah. Yes. 
Like, yeah. how do you go about that? Like, how do you bring your authentic self forward? But then you also have to run the risk that you are not for everyone. Like, not everyone's going to agree sure. with you. For not sure. Everyone's gonna for sure. Have those same thing. Like, how do you how do you guide people on there? If you're, that's one yeah. thing I struggle with. Specifically. It, it's Some very, it's, especially. Do you have a personal and a, a business one? Do you have two, or do you just have your one? Uh, for for Facebook, for example, I all my business stuff is on my personal, the one that I've had since middle school. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Like, so you I'm have, just all like, it's all just my own personal you, brand. And then brand. whether yep. you're with it throughout the process and you've seen that growth, you're like, like right. I, I don't use a business one. Cause at the end of the day, I mean, I don't know. It's me. They're going to find out eventually. So it's like, why not just. Yeah. I, so my Facebook is private, like very private, high private is private B because I post my family on there. Like I post my kids on there, mm -hmm. my husband's active duty. And for obvious safety reasons, I don't post him on anything yeah, yeah. and I don't post my kids on anything. Now, if you go to Instagram, it's pub, everything's public. And I don't talk about my kids. I don't talk about my husband. I don't talk about any, it's me like talking about the Buffalo Bills because I'm a dire Buffalo Bills fan. It's, yep. it's like me, like, you know, showing with me with like talking a little bit about my political stance on some things, but I don't go super deep into it. Um, because like for right now I'm interviewing with a client and that's the first question she asked me seriously was my political stance. I didn't answer, I didn't answer it because I don't feel like that's important for a job to be honest. Um, and all she'd have to do is go to my social media. And, I mean, I'm not like all over the place, but if there's things that I, yeah. you know, don't believe in listen but it's so my instagram is more just like fun it, me with my friends at concerts but I, you don't see me like doing shots and cake stands and being yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it is me like you know being you know open and honest about things that are true and near and dear to my heart and then um my business one is all very business like i go on there and give like tips on how to email professionally and you know i talk about my facebook group a lot or any classes that I'm giving or speeches mm -hmm. that I'm giving like it's very like but a lot of times I share like on both you know like yeah. because I have way more followers on my personal obviously than I do on my professional one but my pro personal one I've had for a lot longer than my professional one is well. it like your professional one is it just another Facebook that's sort of like a like a single person it's not like a business page right no or my Instagram is a bit I have both I have a personal and a, a business one on Instagram so it's like it's but it's not a business page like uh and you know how like you can create uh those like I have one for our height digital Atlanta I have like a business page and I know some people make those business pages and they just put their face on them but it's not like a typical personal account on Facebook like my and I know some people that do that too they open up two personal accounts one's for work and then ones for, you know, family like you're doing right now. Yeah, I, my, mine is a business page. So my Instagram is okay, a business okay. page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't use Facebook as much. Well, everything I share on Instagram gets shared basically on Facebook now anyways. Yeah. But for my, my coach told me this. I hired, I actually hired a LinkedIn coach as well because mm -hmm. I, I feel, I, again, felt like there's so much more. I, I don't, are you familiar with LinkedIn? Like there's a lot that you can I use it a lot. I, I'm in some groups as well for for LinkedIn. I do pretty well on there engagement wise. Like it usually runs around like close to a thousand impressions each time I, I post. That's really, really good. But That's I'm actually very active with a bunch of people. Like I set out 
I mean, we're like, you know, yeah. we, we know what we're doing at some point, but it's, I'm, I set time aside um, throughout the week, like say like 15, 30 minutes where I'm going through X amount of people's posts, I'm commenting and liking, and you know, and I'm doing that across a wide variety of things. So then that way they see me and I just yeah. like, I mean, it takes time. And then I do the yeah. same thing on Facebook. I mean, I do the exactly. same thing on all of them. But <laughs> people, uh, you yeah. have to do that. You have to. I mean, that's the thing. People have to realize that like social media is not going anywhere and linked, especially LinkedIn. But I mean, LinkedIn, it's yeah, that's what I was saying. Like I hired someone to help me with my LinkedIn because I yeah. thought like there was so much more that I could be doing on it. And my coach actually told me like if I, I had a business LinkedIn page and a personal page and they said, mm. do not get rid of the business page like they're like you're not selling you're selling you especially since you own your own business like get rid of it like so now I'm not even really posting on my business page because yeah. I and honestly I wasn't getting any like nobody was I was getting like four impressions so now I I've kind of just deserted that page and I'm doing 100% on my personal yeah. once in a while I'll take new marketing my you know new marketing group but for the most part it's just me yeah, and that's what I try to tell people too. It's like, I'm, unless if you're like a Coca-Cola or like a Delta or one of those big companies, like people aren't going to engage with those as much. And at the end of the day, their businesses are just people to people. Mm-hmm. So it's like, make it a, um, generally it's like, these are for the lower end, like small to medium size, but yeah. it's like, they want to know you, they want to engage with you. If they're signing up for whatever service or buying whatever because of you. So like, that's exactly right. Make yeah. it about yourself. Yeah. But if anyone wanted to find all of your social media, I'm going to ask you to if you can send me some of the links for like the page if people wanted to join them. For sure. But yeah. How else should people reach out if they wanted to speak with you? Yeah, I mean, the best the you know, listen, first of all, that Facebook group, I'm always on there. So um, that's like my full time job. People are like, do you sleep? I'm like, no, because I do that always at night. And so um, that Facebook group is by far and then I'll send you my email. I'm fine. I, my emails all over the place. And then LinkedIn, I always give LinkedIn. I'm, I think LinkedIn is phenomenal. Great. Like I said, I'm in networking groups that I met through LinkedIn. Um, and I, like you, Andrew, I mean, we're, we both said how important networking groups are. And yeah. I would encourage people, like, even if there's a small cost involved with them, like, include that in your marketing budget, because like, yeah, you might be paying 50 bucks a month or whatever, but like, what is your return on investment? That's what I'm always like, look at what your return on investment is. Like, that's less than one job a month, you know, way less than one. So like, if I'm paying 50 bucks a month, like, yeah. That's, yeah. I do have one question. How would you help someone? Because I know a lot of times when people come to me, they say, oh, I'm doing social media, but I don't know what's coming out of it. How do you help people gauge their ROI when it comes to social media? Because it is, it's harder than Google ads. It's harder those, yeah. than those other platforms where you know X amount of conversions. It's a different ballgame. What, what advice do you have for people? It's really hard to quantify. Marketing in, in general is hard to quantify. And this has been something that I've been with my entire career is like quantifying, like when you look at budgets in corporate cutting marketing, you know, how do you quantify it? So with social media, I'm going to use this one girl who is a perfect example. She's been in my Facebook group since day one. She, she goes to every um, briefing that I have. She's very active. She started out with social media with like, you know, 150 members in her, in her group. We, I started talking to her. She started rebranding, listening to me with some messages, doing a little bit more with her reels. She actually was like, you know what? I need more active website. She started listening and doing things. She 
now has, she had a reel that went completely viral and she has like, she gained like 50 new followers just by that one reel. Her sales have increased 20%. Like in just for, so it's like, you have to kind of look for those small things versus just like, because you can increase, but the reality is, is you could have 500 new social media followers, but not mm -hmm. one of them is your client. Right. So you could have one, one person and they end up being the biggest client in the world for you. Like they're hiring you for everything yeah. and 500 that aren't anything. So it's very hard to quantify unless you see, like you ask them those questions, like, where did you find out about, which I encourage people to do that all the time. Anyways, like, where did you find out about me? Like, you know, answer these questions via email, you grab their email. Right. And then you send them like a 10% off coupon or whatever you get their email and you find out how they found out about you. So that's, I'm huge like with those as well too. No, that's huge. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for your time. I'll, I know we had about an hour, so it was nice meeting you and I'm you glad you're here this talk. Yeah. And like, you know, listen, I'm always available and, um, you know, always willing to help out with marketing, especially with small businesses. I love working with small mm -hmm. businesses. So um, yeah, feel free to give out all my information. I'd love people to join the group because it's a very active group. Very. Thank you so much, Cindy. Thanks, Andrew. It was great talking to you.